0: Winkler. Bart Winkler joins us now, host of the Bart Winkler Show. Uh, it, it's not a surprise, I would say. As Ryan waves hi to you, I feel like you need. Up, you, do you guys need to just catch up at all? Do you want to
1: give What's you a up, minute? Or... No, I think we're. I think <laughs> we're. No, they, uh, the they don't. Last week. They don't charge for bucks games. This is good. but they do charge uh, at Wrigley Field. They charge eight bucks. Jesus. And the price at uh, Miller Park or whatever. Actually, went up this year. It was ten, and now it's twelve bucks. Yeah. That's
0: just the worst when they make people actually pay for it. When they're covering, where does
1: covering that moves? money even
2: go? Well, the Bucks should start To more start spaghetti. Trista, now. more spaghetti, because they're going to have to probably uh, make some moves to keep Giannis happy. Were you surprised actually that uh, Budenholzer got fired, and do you think that he should be fired after just winning the championship a couple of years ago?
1: Well, I think where the Bucks were built was to win a championship with Giannis and keep him here. When Giannis became, you know, a superstar and the Bucks realized, oh my God, this is like, how did we even look into this guy? Their next agenda was don't let him leave and win a championship. And they did that. And that's great. The problem is, if you want to say there's a problem, is that then they didn't know what to do next. So they kind of threw everybody back out there. Chris got hurt last year. This year, there was just a multitude of of mistakes and so at some point you know changes were going to be made and I know like Nick Nurse won a title and then he lost his job and Frank Vogel and then he lost his job but it, we're, we're trying to win the next title you know it's nice when you win a title it doesn't mean you get the next eight years to sit there on the sidelines we're trying to win the next title and what the Bucs have shown the last couple of years is it doesn't matter how good they are in the regular season in the playoffs teams find ways to beat you the Bucks don't counter. You know how many game ones do we see where it's like, "Oh my God, they shot so crazy, no one expected." It. We all expected it because this always happens against the Bucks. So it's unfortunate that a guy wins and is fired 18 months later. But if they're going to win another championship with Giannis, then I think that this move had to be made, and I think we'll see more moves. Bart, do you made. think? Do you think middle? You talk about moves made. Uh, I'd love you to expand on that, but I guess the pointed question is, do you think that Chris Middleton opts out and tests free agency as well this offseason? I think he will opt in. It's a player option worth like 40-some million. I think that's the best case for all parties. And then the Bucks probably want him to do that. He becomes a tradable asset. Uh, I think he opts in. I think he opts in. Maybe they work a sign-and-trade. Drew's got two years left, including an option. Brooke Lopez is a free agent. I think the Bucs want to retain him. I think there's a, you know, there's the potential that they do run it back with the four guys. I mean, it's a, it's a four that won you a title. Maybe all that they need is a different coach, but I also think that they might want to take this opportunity and say, how do we win with Giannis again? They need to get younger. You know, every trade deadline, it's what 35 year old, you know, three point assassin. Are we going to trade for that? (laughs) will come here and stuck. Uh, They need to get younger in that regard. They have too many guys that they rely on that in the playoffs don't show up. Grayson Allen and Pat Connaughton, it's fun when they get going, but they get cooked defensively for the most part. So I think that there's – if you're going to fire the head coach, I think there's the opportunity here. And, you know, they're going to have to get creative. Bucks fans will say Damian Lillard. Well, that'd be so fun to watch Dame next to Giannis, but the maneuvering you'd have to do with contracts. And the Bucks have, like, no assets because they traded all their picks already for the corpse of Jay Crowder. So they've got so many things to do, and it's, it's going to be hard to do that. But this seems to be a sign that says we're willing to get a little crazy this summer.
0: You certainly paint a picture, though, of a team that uh, maybe needs to make changes but backed up into a corner in terms of like the maneuverability that they, they actually have. Is there any concern, because this is the NBA, and we know how it goes, any concern that Giannis may start getting restless with this team at all?
1: You know, I don't I don't think about that at all. Maybe I'm just an idiot. But I know that <laughs> when the next contract comes up, people are starting to think, "Oh, well, where is he going to go in 2 3 years?" I don't I don't know. I think personally as a fan, I assume that when he signed this contract, maybe he does leave. Maybe he wants to go somewhere else. Maybe maybe he does. I would bet that he stays. It just seems like he's got a very good system here. He's very comfortable. He doesn't seem to be the guy that's, you know, looking to wade in the waters of other cities I think he's very happy in Milwaukee not doing a lot of charity work and you know I I think that he's going to be a guy that puts the trust in the people that have jobs that he doesn't he's going to put trust in John Horst to do his job he's going to put trust in coach Bud who ultimately again won in a championship they are backed into a corner and I, I totally think that's fine you know, like how the uh, St. Louis, how the L.A. Rams won a championship and now they're in salary cap hell and everyone's making fun of them and saying, oh, they won a championship. That's the goal. So the Bucks, they did their thing. It's just that once they got to their destination, they didn't know how to get to the next one. And, you know, I think that's fine. I think it's fine to go for something, get it, and then figure it out later. They are, they are world champions as of 18 months ago. Yeah, and I know like we keep talking about
2: Nick Nurse and that seems like a dream, like a coaching job for him or even like Frank Vogel, but do you think the fan base, including yourself, would you be pissed if it was somebody like Charles Lee who's 38 years old, has been on the bench with Bud, he's had a bunch of interviews, including with the Pistons the last couple years. Do you think that that would be good enough for the fans or they want a bigger name?
1: I think that some fans would rather have a guy come in here with playoff experience. I mean, that's what Bud did, I guess. Yeah. You know, you went on from Jason Kidd. You got to coach Bud, although he had some failures, and they were able to work it out here. And that's the question. Do you want a guy? I kind of, like, I don't mind a guy from Bud's staff that already has some – he's ingratiated in, like, Milwaukee. He knows the Bucks. He knows his players. He knows his strengths and weaknesses. And you can just, like, get in and go. Now, it would be a first-year guy, but we're seeing success with Taylor Jenkins in Memphis and Darvin Ham even. Uh, who's playing great defense at the end of game one. We're seeing some great uh, situations on Darvin Ham. So we're seeing these guys have success that were under Coach Bud. Or do you bring in a name that's won before that, you know, you have that honeymoon period and everyone gets adjusted? I, I, I don't mind if they just go to the next guy off the bench. I don't know that they need to be too radical. I think what they do need to do is bring in a guy who thinks offense first and maybe defense second. Because it's great to be in these battles. It's great to be in these lockdown situations. But we saw in that fourth quarter in game five, when they needed to score, they couldn't score. And they need a coach to come in here that can figure out ways to do that.
2: What about Jason Kidd? Maybe give him another chance since he's the only guy uh,
1: with the uh, right knowledge on how to beat the Golden State Warriors. Stop it. (laughs) Hey, if there's anybody that deserves a second chance in this world and a third and a fourth and a fifth and a sixth, it's Jason Kidd. That's right. Uh, I, told I did. Are you alluding about... to when? Yeah, when you. Yeah. D- when you when I, you drunk, text yeah, what, I what, drunk text Jason Kidd. Yeah, I drunk text Jason Kidd. What was the message? I said, uh, it was during a. What finals was it? It was like the one before COVID. I, I thought it I was said, the Jason. Jason. I can't remember, though. One of them. I said, how do you beat the Warriors? He said, lost my contacts. Who is this? Clutch move. <laughs> he didn't lose his contacts. But then he thought <laughs> and Wait then minute, said, I was
2: out of a job. So, what, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Then he said, "You have to believe you can beat them first. And that was it. And so that I think was that it. I think that that's what Darvin Ham is instilling tonight. That's Warriors so, by double digits. Let's tonight, remember this by is, by this, is this is
2: a brother works for the Warriors too, so he's got some inside information.
1: This is this is a coach that
0: once did the smartest thing he ever did was having them what, spill the water on the court when he was with the Nets to get an extra timeout. So yeah, that might have been the smartest thing he ever did as a head coach. That's
1: crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm curious. I know this might be a niche question, but what? What went wrong with Jay Crowder? Because you gave up a boatload for him. We didn't see them didn't see him play all the first half of the year, obviously, because he was going MIA uh with Phoenix. But he hates his role. He didn't know what his role was, didn't feel like there was structure. Like, how did it go so bad? Well, the Bucks have had this history of trading for guys, and then in the playoffs they don't show up. And I I think that they they pulled the plug maybe on Jay Crowder a little too soon in this series, especially when Butler cooked you for 56. I would have liked to see, like, different looks. Right. And Jay Crowder is one of these guys that the Bucks traded for partly for defensive reasons. In the time that he did get in the floor, on the floor, he was pretty bad in that series against the Heat. Now, they let uh, uh, Nikola Miritich, that idiot, they let him go <laughs> six games before they benched him uh, against the Raptors finally for chucking up threes all the time. So I was a little surprised to see him get the hook that quickly. But the Jay Crowder thing's so weird because all year, everyone knew he was going to get traded from Phoenix to Milwaukee. It took five and a half months to make the deal. Then he comes here, doesn't play for a month, plays a little bit, has one game where he's awesome, then sucks in the playoffs, and then disappears and then winds to the newspaper. So, yeah, that is – I don't know. You'd have to ask – I don't. that's a weird – that is a niche question, but you'd have to ask Jay Crowder.
0: <laughs> Bart, got about 90, 90 seconds here. So uh, it was a roller coaster for Ryan for the Packers draft. What were your thoughts on it? I
1: thought it was a great draft. I think we're in a new era. Um, I personally, as a Packer fan, don't care what is going on in New York. The uh, Their starting quarterback, as I refer to him, clearly is going through some things. He got dumped. He is posting on Facebook. Oh, look. I'm with this new hottie sauce gardener. Oh, look at all the him. games I'm going to now. You he didn't have hockey him. games for me to go to. You got by who? He got dumped. He got dumped. Mallory by the, by the Packers. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh,
2: oh, my bad.
1: I thought you meant Olivia Munn. That was a while. Uh, ago. Let me just say on the record, Aaron Rodgers is the most insecure person that's ever played sports. And he is also uh, a personality chameleon. He has no personality. He changes personalities based on who he's hanging out with the most at the time. Thank you.
0: You, think, he, you think he's more insecure than Kevin Durant?
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Kevin okay, Durant just, like, makes burners. <laughs> he makes burners. Uh, Dur- Rogers goes on McAfee every week as it's his therapist. But We all have to anything, watch it.
2: He won't say anything negative about any current or former Golden State Warriors. Do you think they win the night preferably by seven
1: points? Uh, Yes, I think they win by 12 or 13.
0: Hmm. There you go. You're going to be on the right side then. So do I. Going to be on the right side. Bart Winkler, host of the Bart Winkler Show. Thanks for coming on with us, man.